the On My Mind podcast. I know that what is on our minds can impact those around us and ourselves for good or for bad. Join me, Remy Keen, as I share tips on how to have a better day by changing what is on our minds. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you for joining me on this season three of the On My Mind podcast. I'm excited to be with you today, as always, and excited to talk a little bit today with you about how words are so impactful on our lives and on the people around us. So you may have heard, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Uh, Maybe you've said it, but... Do you really believe it? Uh, some revised uh, <coughs> versions of this say sticks and stones may break bo- our bones, but words break our hearts. Uh, that is more fitting because uh, there's a story that I'll share with you here in a second about uh, un- an unfortunate situation caused solely by words. But Proverbs uh, 18 and 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. The tongue can be used as a weapon to harm and destroy or to build and heal people, to build people up and heal them. And that's what we want to do. So there was a tragic story of a girl, a teenage girl who had uh, befriended this friend online and um, they engage in a relationship but then at the end of the relationship uh, the guy posted uh, the world would be better without her after the girl read this she decided to end her life that is all because of the words that were spoken about her and the words that were written about her when (laughs) has an acid tongue burned you when has a tongue a mean word really burned you uh your kind words can also affect those around you and heal people we've all wished we could retract a thoughtless thing we've said or uh find the perfect word to say to someone in the instance so let's look at some of the traits of the difference um of the languages and what we speak because we need to be careful uh, about what we talk about not only for uh, other people's sake but for our own sakes because we don't know what we could be speaking uh, to people and it's important to know that and to build people up so do my words build up or cut people down Uh, building words uh, instruct improve build up edify affirm and promote growth uh, Ephesians 4.29 says, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful, building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. So it's so important that the impact that we have on the people around us is a good one. Sincere compliments and words of affirmation strengthen people's portraits of themselves their positive traits come out and are amplified by the good things you say about them god's word builds us up by telling us who we are in christ and how to live victoriously so we should do the same being christians and walking through this life 
building other people up. In contrast, critical words judge and find fault. They tear people down, beat up people, and focus on the defects in, and inadequacies. So if you ever find yourself thinking uh, that you're not good enough, that you're not enough, that you just look at your faults all the time, you look at other people's faults all the time, that might be uh, because you have an issue and you need to get it resolved um, with your thought life with your words. So with their words, the godless destroy their friends. That's Proverbs 11, nine. It is so important to uh, receive good words from people and to give good words to people. So a client tried to give her critical mom a uh, perfect Christmas gift. With little money, she listed the top 10 things her mother would want uh, done and promised to complete them all. When her mother opened the gift and she read the list, she said, is that all? That is, <laughs> those little words probably crushed her daughter. Like when the, the person uh, in question gave that to her mom. She meant it to be sentimental. She's like, I know you, I know this is what you want. So let me give it to you. Let me make you happy. Uh, even though I don't have money, I know you want these things. So let me get them for you. Instead of the mother receiving it with joy, the mother in, in turn said, is that all that you got me? Like those three little words probably destroyed her. Do you want to be known as a problem identifier or an encourager, someone who encourages the, the people around them? I know I would love to have my words build people up and encourage people to do better because I know I need encouragement myself. So if we can do that for all the people around us. So next, are your words loving or unwholesome? Uh, loving words reflect God's nature. Love is a hallmark of a believer and the perfect regulator of the tongue. Love seeks a person's eternal best and tells the truth in a constructive way. It never flatters, but it warns, confronts, and protects. So instead, we speak truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of the church. That's Ephesians 4, 15 and 25. Love does no wrong to others. So love fulfills the requirements of God's law. Romans 13, 10. An open rebuke is better than a hidden love. So <laughs> you, you still need to be careful about that one, though, because it's so easy to rebuke out of uh, a de desire to see that person come to justice instead of loving the person. There's a rebuke in love, and there's a rebuke out of spite or out of hatred, and you don't want to in engage in that. So uh, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Proverbs 27, 17, one of my favorite verses. Uh, check your motives and know the reasons behind what you're saying. Unwholesome words are 
the opposite of loving words. They make unfair comparisons. Why can't you be like that? If you've ever heard that, you, you know it doesn't feel good to hear that. So whereas love speaks the truth for the good of the hearer and shows respect, unwholesome words manipulate and use people. The Holy Spirit will lead you to speak good things over people. Never, <laughs> never assume that whenever you are feeling like you're the, you're being victimized, you're being wronged, you're being negatively put down, that that is the, the Holy Spirit working in you because that is not him. That's the more than likely the devil working in you uh, and, and telling you that you're not worth it. The Holy Spirit will build you up in love, in truth, telling you and letting you know, hey, probably shouldn't be doing that, but because you're a son or daughter of God, not because God's going to get you or anything like that. So make sure you believe that and you think those things, those good things. Does my tongue encourage people or ridicule them? Encouraging, of course, is better. Ridicule is worse. Uh, to encourage is to inspire, to give hope, and to hearten. To ridicule is to cause controversy, uh, to mock, uh, and it taunts them. It name calls. Are you ridiculing people or are you encouraging them? As you know, we should be encouraging them. Is my tongue smooth and soothing or sharp and prickly? Uh, so a soothing tongue heals. It, it's quiet, gentle, and kind. It's the sound it sounds like the way the Holy Spirit speaks to us. Sharp words uh, cut. I mean, obviously, that's why they're called sharp. But they cut you. They cut to the core of you. They make you feel like you're being cut down. And it just doesn't feel good when you hear the words, sharp words. So are you speaking soothing words to people or sharp words? We should be speaking soothing words to people hey like pretend someone comes to you and says i messed up a sharp word would say well why did you do that i can't believe you did that that's awful a soothing word is okay it's great that you're recognizing that you messed up now what are we going to do going forward you know that you're better than that, obviously, because you're coming to me and letting me know. So what are we going to do going forward? That is the way you need to think about it. What power fuels your words? Is it spirit, the Holy Spirit, or is it self-love? Is it evil? Is it negativity? Spirit-filled words are fueled by the spirit and therefore build people up and uh, self-effort can't tame what you say over people. Self-effort can never truly get you to where you need to be. The Holy Spirit will get you there. So when you feel like you've done everything you can, then ask the Holy Spirit, God, help me, please, Speak better to people. Help me help people see you and see that the love that you have for them. I mean, just speak kindness. 
but the Holy Spirit produces kind, the kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control through the Spirit. Those things, if those things are not the things coming out of your mouth, then they're probably fueled by the wrong power. So I'm not even going to go over the, the evil-fueled words because you can just imagine that. I'm sure your imagination could probably tell that story a lot even better than I can because we've all gone through things that are like, wow, I can't, <laughs> I can't even speak to that because it's just not good. It's just awful uh, the way that people talk to me that way and everything. So uh, just imagine that when you speak, you have the power of life and death in your tongue. So when you go into the day, today, this whole week, when you're planning to speak to people, when you're planning to talk to them and show them the love of God, plan to do that. Plan to show them love. Plan to, sh to speak soothing words. Plan to speak life and not death. That will uh, absolutely help your day go so much better and be such a great blessing to the people around you and to yourself. Because if you can impact your day for good, if you can impact the people around you and they start having a better day, then you're going to have a better, better day because they started having a better day. So that's, that's the thing I just want you to know the most is it is so important the way that we speak to one another. And I want to encourage you that you have the power to decide how you're going to speak. And if you need help, the Holy Spirit is right there and ready to help you change the way you talk about people, the way you talk to people and help you encourage people rather than discouraging them, help you to give life to people with your words instead of taking the life out of them and bringing them death. So I hope that helps to encourage you. Let's move on to the next part of this lesson. So since we're on the topic of speaking, what I want to share with you is five things, five reasons you should speak up when you think you shouldn't. This is absolutely uh, something that anyone can benefit from because sometimes you feel, oh, I shouldn't get involved. It's not my place to speak up. It's not, um, it's not something that would be appropriate. Well, I want to share uh, five reasons that you absolutely should speak up and uh, that you should be bold enough to share uh, the truth with people. So number one, silence is deemed to be approval. You may think that staying silent uh, will just avoid conflict, uh, but actually it's the quite opposite because silence is as much as an active form as communication as talking. Being silent and even just shaking your head or uh, just staying quiet means that you're compliant and you will do what is said. Instead, <laughs> speak up, speak up, Anytime you're involved in a situation and people are unaware uh, because of the lack of input that is being given, even if you disapprove, you should speak up. You should say something and you should let them know, hey, 
I don't think this is right. Uh, if you have a problem and the problem persists and you did nothing, uh, people may consider it as enabling the issue. And you don't want that. You want to uh, let people know if you have an issue with something so that your stance is known from the beginning. The best thing you can do is speak up. And if even if it goes the opposite way of what you agree with, even if it goes, goes some other way and it, it goes against what you agree with, that's okay because you spoke up and you let them know I don't agree with this. I uh, am, you know, opposed. So that's one of the reasons you should absolutely speak up if you feel the need to, if you, if you honestly d oppose what is being said, instead of remaining silent, speak up. Number two, the greater good should be the priority. I like to be, believe that most people are good hearted. I mean, everyone wants good for their fellow man, right? Well, as many people stay silent uh, because they don't want to offend or criticize anything like that, but when a person of a team is headed down a dangerous path, it is selfish if you put your needs above theirs. It is selfish if you don't speak up. Worse, by staying silent, you may be harming the people you hope to help. So if someone's headed down a negative path, warn them. That's the best thing you can do. It's up to them to course correct. It's up to them to change the path. I always uh, drew this picture in my mind of like when we're witnessing to people and letting them know about Jesus for the first time. They're floating down a river of life and they're about to hit the falls where the they they just don't realize it yet. The falls is a drop and it's the end of their life. If they reach that falls, then, I mean, their life ends and they fall off the cliff. However, Jesus is that lifesaver, that life preserver. You throw it out to them. You let them know about Jesus. You let them know about the issues they're they're having what they're doing wrong and what they could be doing right you throw that life preserver out to them they decide what to do with the life preserver you could throw it out to them and they could do absolutely nothing you could throw it out to them and they could use it grab onto it and be pulled to safety it's up to them what they do with it but it's up to you to throw it so if you don't speak up if you don't let them know then they won't have an opportunity to be saved so think of it that way. The best case scenario is that everyone benefits and you are hailed as a good person because you chose to speak up and help someone, even if it seems negative at the time, even if it seems like you're calling them down or telling them they're wrong, you need to speak up because you, need, you know that where they're headed is wrong. Number three, demonstrate that you are invested. If you remain quiet, if you are silent uh, and inactive over and over and over again, people mistake that for uninterestedness. They, they see it as, oh, that person really must not care because they aren't even telling me anything that they I mean, want to see go on in this place. Uh, 
when you speak up, when you let people know that you do care, when you let people know that you have an interest, it's a good thing. It's a really good thing and it should be done. And you should absolutely do that because that will help for sure. Um, help people know that you're interested and that you're, you're willing to be of a help. Number four, no one else may know. You can't assume the obvious is obvious. You experience, your experience and knowledge has value in every situation. No one else has had your unique perspective. And that doesn't mean that everything in your brain is worth communicating because some people share on every topic even when they have no knowledge on it. But if you honestly have something good to say, something that you see that maybe other people don't, do not hesitate to share it because it is a reason to speak up. People don't automatically recognize your skills, uh, values, ambitions, desires when you're quiet. If you wait around for people to try to read your mind, it isn't going to happen. So what you can do is let them know, hey, I have a cool idea on this. If now's not a good time to share it, that's okay. But let me know when it is a good time because I really have something that I think is important on this topic. Gather up your confidence and share it. Share it with people because honestly, if, if they don't wanna take what you're saying into advice, that's fine. But if you shared it and it was an opportunity for them to make a good decision versus a bad decision, then you probably saved them from some struggle, struggle and strife. So that's absolutely a good reason to speak up. And number five, and lastly, you may, you may not be alone in your thinking. There may be other people that feel the same way you feel and just haven't been able to speak up yet. I know I have been this person. I've been the person that I was like, this is just on my nerves so much. And it's like, why is no one saying anything about it? So I finally just mustered up the courage and shared. And then people were like, yeah, I agree with you. I'm, I'm like, thank you. Someone, someone also agrees, but I had to take the step and go ahead and share, even though my opinion was probably a little bit harsh at the time, I was, I just had to voice what I shared and then other people spoke up too. And the good news is we were all, it was at work, but we were all able to discuss it and grow from it and learn from it and apply it in, in ways. It's like, just because someone else doesn't take care of it for you doesn't mean that you can't take care of it in your own way. So it is absolutely important to bring it up, bring it up, speak to it and say it. I mean, the worst that can happen is it'll be shot down. Nobody else will say anything, but at least you shared where you're coming from. And maybe someone within the company will share it, share that idea with you and come to you. And if not, maybe someone will come to you and say, Hey, I'm so sorry to hear that you you feel that way, you want to talk more about it. And it'll at least help you get out what you're wanting to say and get it off your chest because that alone is therapeutic to be able to at least voice your concern. Sometimes <laughs> when I come home uh, or when my wife comes home, we both want to vent. And it's because it's therapeutic just to speak what you're feeling. 
to, to share with someone that you know cares about you what you're feeling. And so if you need that, then share it. And then that person can even maybe share with you, I think it's important that you share this with the people at your work. Or uh, are you sure that you need to share that with the people at your work because maybe it's just you feeling a certain way? Either way, you're going to benefit from speaking it and from sharing it. But once again, watch your words. Don't tear the people down. Don't tear the place down when you're saying what you feel. Just approach it in a way I think we can do better because I don't like what we're doing in this area. Or I think that as a, as a company, our motives and our goals set a precedence that we shouldn't be looking at this situation in this way. And once, we, once you voice it in that manner, once you speak life into the situation, instead of negativity, it'll benefit everyone that's involved. And I think, honestly, it'll be better for everyone. So I hope this podcast has helped you think about the things that you speak, when you speak, how to articulate in a way that makes people love their life, makes people live life to the fullest And I hope you have a much better week this week because of the things that we're doing differently, uh, because of the words that we're speaking differently. So once again, thank you and good day. Thanks for listening to the On My Mind podcast. Be sure to visit theonmymindpodcast.com to connect with us and check out our Facebook group, to join the conversation. If you love the On My Mind podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. Until next time, have a wonderful and blessed day. The On My Mind podcast is listener supported. If you would like to help, please visit the onmymindpodcast.com. Click on support or Patreon to support us monthly. Or you can buy a resource or something from the store to support us one time. We appreciate your support in any way that you can contribute. Thank you.